0: Welcome back to the Forging Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Trudeau, and you know what day it is, Freedom Friday, where I sit down with a special entrepreneur to share their origin stories, to share the obstacles that they've overcome, and how they've been able to achieve success through this difficult journey of entrepreneurship. Today's special guest joined me for a sit-down conversation in beautiful Columbia, Lamar Pinson, lamar is an absolute legend dude works harder than anyone i know in the gym and that kind of mindset transcends into his business now a little forewarning there is a squeaky chair lamar's a really big dude uh, was leaning back on the chair i didn't think the noises would uh, cause any issues but there's a little squeak i apologize if it annoys you at all it won't happen again but The kind of conversation we have in this podcast is insane, so don't let a squeak stop you from listening to this thing because uh, Lamar spits some straight fire. Let's go ahead and dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Forging Freedom Podcast. I have a very special guest today, Lamar Pinson, and he is joined live, so this is going to be epic. Just to give him a little introduction, Lamar Pinson is a CEO and founder of Precision Life. It is a fitness transformation online program. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it has completely changed my life. I first met Lamar through just signing up for his program. Uh, Gave me massive value, helped me transform my body. At that time, I was 154 pounds. In three months, and mind you, this was during the pandemic, so couldn't go to a gym. All body weight exercises, I got up to 170 pounds.
1: Pretty crazy, yeah.
0: With a skin condition and a bunch of uh, food issues. So yeah, insane. your results speak for themselves. And if you don't think he's cool, after that introduction, <laughs> he also is the author of the book "Counting Macros" by Chef P. Um, and many people see Lamar as as the ripped dude that spends too much time in the gym. But I see him as the business owner that kept going. As an, he started as an Uber driver and he was a, a car salesman before, but he
1: kept going and he had faith and he never gave up. Uh, so. Thank Very you. Cool to have you here. No, I'm honored, man. It's, a, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to brag about Logan. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's not, um, I'm not doing it because of, of what he said, but it's just been an amazing experience to see Logan throughout his journey. Um, came to Columbia completely green in the entrepreneurial world. And just to see what he was able to do was mind-blowing. It allowed me the opportunity to see that anyone's capable of doing what they want to do with the life that they want to live as long as decisions are made and disciplines are adhered to. And so uh, to see Logan in his journey and to be on his podcast today is, it's it's mind blowing. And I'm sure as his podcast grows, you'll get to know him on a deeper level and you'll be mind blown as well. But um, like you said, my name is Lamar Pinson. Um, I am the founder of Precision Life. Um, I took the responsibility of revamp- revamping the fitness industry, giving control back to the consumers. Unfortunately, we live in a world where a lot of people aren't necessarily aware on aware as to how to execute the training and nutrition space for themselves. They're being fed a lot of information, they're being told a lot of things, so there's a lot of knowledge out there, but there's not a lot of wisdom on how to execute that knowledge for themselves individually, so as Logan said, in just a three-month time frame, he was able to go from 154 pounds to um, just just over 170 pounds, so good job, bro, proud of you. Thank you, appreciate all the <laughs> help.
0: And Lamar's also a mentor of business, um, we're going to talk all business on this podcast, but... I really wanted to have him on because we have sat down um, at dinner and in various social gatherings and we've talked for hours on end about origin stories and uh, he has some pretty incredible stories. So many that we probably wouldn't be able to go through all of them in one episode. Um, But yeah, when I met Lamar, What's beautiful about meeting somebody for the first time, especially if nobody has ever said anything about this person, is you make your own inferences inside your head, right? Mm -hmm. When I met you, of course, I make my own inferences, Uh, obviously they were good because I signed up for your program, Um, but it's, it's hilarious because you look at somebody and you see them for what they are in your eyes. To me, I looked up to you when I first met you, still do, obviously. Um, saw so much in you, and then, about a month into working with you, uh, go to a party. Uh, it was your your party for the launch oh, yeah. of Precision Academy, and you tell your story about how you had zero dollars to your name. You were driving Uber. People were getting into the car. Yeah. And and having a conversation with you and asking you why you were an Uber driver.
1: Yeah. Man, it was a um, it was a very interesting journey. So it was back in about 2016. I was just in a very um, I was in a very interesting place in my life, and just to put things into perspective, because I think it's important for people to know my age and where I was at that time frame in my life. You know, that was 2016. We're in 2021 right now. I'm 35 years old right now. And so, you know, we're looking back at about, I think that's about six years. My math isn't the best. Um, Just about five, six years, right? (laughs) We'll get the race. (laughs) And so, you know, I'm in my late 20s, early 30s at this time frame. I've graduated from college. I've done everything. The system, um, the, we're going to use the phrase, the matrix, um, told me what's the correct path. You know, I sold cars throughout college, um, had extensive sales experience, and it was something that I was very good at. Um, I had the ability of making anywhere between great months were twelve grand a month, um, not so great months were roughly about five grand a month. And I'm a college student, and so you know I'm doing fairly well for myself um, at an early young age. And so the world is my oyster at that time period. And so I was taking a look around. You know, it was kind of like a trajectory situation. I'm, I'm seeing my coworkers. I'm seeing people that have been in the industry for. 10, 15, 20 years I'm seeing their lives I'm seeing the stress I'm seeing the cycle and I'm taking a look at it despite the successes I had in the industry I'm like this isn't where I want my life to be I know that I'm much more than this You know, despite the fact many people would be like bro, you're making 5, 12 grand a month shoot, continue to keep doing it but there's just something pulling on me saying that there's more to life than just this system, this cycle And so you know after college i graduated i decided no longer to do car sales anymore and went through a a few more experiences in life and so fast forward a few years um, a few few years forward i find myself in orlando florida with a clear fresh start and unfortunately i couldn't find work you know you've got the degree you know i just got a new car uh, marketing Oh my right. god! Marketing and sales, and you couldn't <laughs> right. find a job. I couldn't find a good solid job. You know, I was in Orlando. I had the resume, I had the sales, and I just couldn't find a good solid job for whatever reason that was. Whether I was doing something wrong, or whether the industry just wasn't available. Um, Whoever
0: taught you marketing anymore. and sales, right? Doing doing a good job. job. <laughs>
1: they didn't teach me how to get a job, right? Yeah. And <laughs> so, uh, and so I'm here in this place, uh, looking for a fresh new start, leaving the car business, and just kind of starting back over and I couldn't find a job, right? And so I'm like, what do I do? And it's interesting because when you're making a certain amount of money, you create a habitual lifestyle around that. Yes. And so in car sales, you make money fast, so you spend money just as fast because you know it's gonna come right back around. You do that for a few years, that habit and that cycle, it doesn't just go away when the job goes away. And so I'm still spending money like I still have that source of income. Because I'm thinking in my head, oh, I'll just find a job real quick. I'll get that money back. And so, unfortunately, I found myself in debt. Bad credit. My car is, is, they're about to take my car away from me. And so, you know, it was just like, how? How did this even happen? How did I get to this place? And so, um, fortunately, it was around 2015. Uber just came to Orlando. You know, so it was... I had this opportunity where I can I can drive I have a car for the time being and I'm just gonna start making money And so I start driving around and it was a very tough time for me to do that because I was very well known in high school I was very well known in college you know I was the athlete I was the person that was seen to be he's gonna be he's gonna crush it he's gonna be successful he's gonna he's gonna do big things and taxi
0: driver well you're not even a taxi driver you're Uber. Uber right
1: it's something that at that time really wasn't really heard of right it's new yeah you know and so I'm sitting in the car and I'm embarrassed like I'm like man I'm picking people up I'm in my late 20s this isn't cool you know and I'm, I'm, I'm picking up hot girls I'm embarrassed to even look you know, what do you do? Oh, I drive Uber. And this is, this isn't to say anything against anyone that drives Uber or that drives taxis because I have the highest respect because I've been there and I completely understand the industry and what's taking place. But at that time in my life, I just left something and I was like, I'm going to go take over the world. And so for me, that was a very humbling experience because it allowed God to show me Something that I needed to see to put me in place to where I am today. And so I'm miserably driving Uber and I'm sitting in the car and I'll never forget, I'm sitting there and I'm just frustrated. And it it was like I heard God clear as day how do you expect me to bless you with larger things if you can't accept the small things that I've given you today? Gratitude, right? Gratitude, right? And this is something you're not going to learn in school. And unfortunately, it's difficult sometimes to learn this when you're in a comfortable job setting. Oh, big time, yeah. Right? And so I'm sitting there and it hit me like a brick wall. And so it was in that exact moment that I had to make a mind shift, a mental shift that forget myself, die to myself, die to my my pride and who I am and who I thought I was gonna be and what's gonna happen. Dive into this 110% because you've made the mistake in the car business of not exploiting every resource. Mm-hmm. I could have owned my own dealership, but I kept thinking to my own self, oh no, I'm just gonna do this, I'm gonna make this money, I'm gonna just... So it was a lesson that I missed. Mm. And so I decided that from this point forward, every industry and every business that I do, I'm gonna learn everything about it. So from that moment, there was a switch for me. And I said, I'm gonna learn everything about Uber. And I'm going to be the best Uber driver. And it's crazy because just within a couple months of that mental shift, they wanted me to come speak at an event because my ratings were so high. Really? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> this far. Wow. That's and so, ridiculous. And so it was, and I turned it down um, because that I was cool. nervous. You yeah. <laughs> know? You did all that work and it turned yeah. it down? I turned it down. But here's the cool thing about it is because of Uber, I started an airport transportation service. Really? And so in that process... I started going to each apartment, and I said, hey, listen, I'll pick up your drivers. You guys just contact me. I left Uber after eight months, and I started my own airport service. And so I even came up with a name with it, an LLC. It was called Cassie, um, and and it, was just, it just started flowing. And that was the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey at that time. And so I can't stress enough to everyone that's listening to this that there is no direct path and if you have a mentor and if you have a coach that's telling you the exact way that it's gonna happen be weary of that because every situation may be similar but they are different there are different paths there's different journeys of different experiences of different emotional traumas that that person is overcoming yes and so you can't say that you do this and this is exactly what's gonna happen. It's like a Facebook ad. You can do everything perfectly correct and just might not fire off correctly. And so for me, that was my journey. But at what a mentor and a coach can teach you is experiences to help you in making a sound decision. And that's wisdom. And you have to understand the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Wisdom is application, knowledge is information. We live in an age, like I was saying earlier, so much information. You turn on the TV, you turn on the internet, you turn on social media, information, information, information. But there's a lack of how to apply that information. There's only one way. There's <laughs> the <is> yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> only one way. But before I go any further, um, I, can, I can keep rambling. I, I, I didn't want to... Um, I'll stop you if there was anything you wanted to say. But it's it's you just have to understand everyone's journey is different. And for me, that's where my entrepreneurial journey started. And that was just the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I think,
0: I mean, there's so many lessons there. But I think a big one that I've fallen victim to is like you compare somebody on their own results. Mm-hmm. When everyone is uniquely their own. Mm-hmm. So you may not have even, you see somebody who's making a million dollars and you may not have even found your passion or really understand what you want to do, but you're like, oh, I want to be like that and yes. I'm not, so therefore I'm lacking. And that's BS. And I, I continue to learn and will continue to learn that as an entrepreneur, the more you can step into your own lane and your own purpose, that's when uh, the money just becomes a byproduct of what you have created. <laughs>
1: So I uh, wish you guys could. Yes. You, um, and if you have the right coaches and the right mentors, you'll you'll hear them say that things will change when your mind changes. And initially that's not gonna make sense. Because in this early entrepreneurial state, you're so green, you're such an emphasis level that you look up to everyone and everyone's path. and. It's a it's a healthy and unhealthy place. It's a healthy place because you have to go through that to gain your authority. It's an unhealthy place because it oppresses your authority. Mm. Yep. Because, and I was talking with someone about this the other day. You know, it hasn't been until about this year, um, almost looking at about two years now, that I've stepped into my authority and who I am. I no longer look for someone to to confirm what I'm doing. I know who I am, I know what I'm capable of, and I execute on that. Now, I'll receive wisdom. If it's applicable. If it's applicable. The Bible always says, seek wise counseling. So I'm sure that I surround myself with the right people that's gonna give me wise counseling, that's gonna give me food to chew on. I decide if I wanna swallow it or spit it out. They're not going to shove the food down my throat. We live in an age where there's so many gurus that are alphas and that are bosses, that are all these things that are saying, this is what you have to do to do this and that and so on and so forth. That's not how it works. And that's not how you teach someone. That's forcing someone to eat something. In order for someone to grow, they have to be able to pick the food up, chew on it, swallow it or discard it. They have to make the decision if they want to do that. You can't force it down the throat, or else they're not learning, mm-hmm. and they are not going through that process. And so, as you're listening to people, don't lose yourself in that process, because it can happen, and more than likely it will happen, because I think that that's a part of the growing process, is to see that, to see the mistake, to learn from it, and to move past it and say, well, this is who I am that's not what I stand for, that's not what I agree with, but thank you for that information and for giving me your time, but I'm going to go this route or this direction, or thank you, that was very good information that I can't apply to my business, but over time you gain the authority to make that decision and move in either of those directions.
0: Yeah, and if, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe you've been in the game for a while or you're just stepping up into it, but... At the end of the day the beauty of entrepreneurship is sovereign individuality mm-hmm. that's what I think I mean that's what this podcast is about but that's what entrepreneurship is to me it's the ability to take full responsibility for every aspect of your life most people will never take full responsibility for their money so they'll trade all of their time yeah. to have somebody else be the organizer of their life yeah. and um, when you step up as an entrepreneur, it's the scariest thing in the world, but it's also the most freeing thing in the world. And the people that walk towards the bees are the ones that get the honey.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I say it's shifting responsibility. And um, a lot of us, a lot of people are followers because that removes the responsibility and Mm -hmm. puts it in the hands of someone else. So I don't want to take the responsibility of actually learning nutrition for myself. I don't want to take the responsibility to actually learn resistance training for myself. So I'm going to continue to look at this person and buy my results through watching because I don't have to take the responsibility from that. Or, you know what, this person told me that, they were wrong, I guess this doesn't work. And so you need to shift responsibility upon yourself and take the education process upon yourself and learn, take the information. Because again, that's the process of learning, is taking the information in and choosing if whether or not you want to swallow or discard it. Um, so I think that a lot of people today, they just don't, it's, it's, it's such an easy place right now society that putting in the work it's just too hard
0: but I don't necessarily I mean unless we got somebody on to come into the room right now and talk about uh, like ancestral living and stuff I think it's kind of a human condition though Mm -hmm. because you can read all the books on the Stoics Mm -hmm. and it's probably even in the Bible Uh, being disciplined being responsible having character doing the thing that's hard Mm -hmm. not because that's fun but because usually the easy thing is not always right mm-hmm. all of these principles are what makes a person become in my opinion successful in some ways mm-hmm. doing the things that are not necessarily what all everyone else follows mm-hmm. what would you say the biggest challenges
1: today and why it's so difficult for people to receive that I think
0: what we were talking about right before which should have been recorded was the indoctrination in the school systems mm-hmm. um, I remember I was in preschool okay. and I was too afraid maybe it was childhood trauma maybe the way my parents raised me maybe it was just my um, my personality type but I was too afraid to raise my hand while the teacher was speaking to go up and pee so I just pissed myself right mm-hmm. there and then I had to raise my hand anyway because I was so afraid of authority mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff gets imprinted in you and instead of allowing a five-year-old kid who should be given the freedom to explore within within confines, of course, you don't want your kid running into the street, but to explore their own creative nature and flow without restricting them and telling them they're dumb mm-hmm. or you're not doing it correctly, uh, that, that puts a big cage on a child. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect for industry systems. And I'm not saying there's some big Wizard of Oz guy at the top pulling all the strings. But in a system like this, it's great because uh, you have all these kids who have been sitting in desks for so long so then you can just transition them to that in college and then uh, in their office job and they'll just live like that for the rest of the life or while all the government makes money yeah
1: Or the the, the, the free the wealthy continues, continues to, to make money off of, mm-hmm.
0: off of that person because they they have to uh, obtain all of their resources mm-hmm. and waste them from somebody else instead of what you said, taking that power back
1: and saying, Take I'm going to figure this out for and, myself. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm, this is going to be really harsh, but that's just who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call you harsh. I mean, <laughs> I'm honest. I'm going to be real, you know. Um, the growth that you seek, the person that you desire to be, is never going to happen if change does not take place. That's not harsh at all. It's just facts. Yeah. And if you think that coincidentally, you're just going to get to this place with no bumps, with no bruises, it's a false reality that you've created. And I was on the phone with my brother the other day, and I was telling him, man, I used to always ask God because in my earlier earlier days, I say earlier, I'm only 35. Um, <laughs> but in my in my earlier days, in my earlier days, uh, when I was selling cars, it was something that I was just, I was good at. Um, and I wanted to become a motivational speaker. You know, it was really, really um, green and popular at that time. And uh, I used to always ask God, you know, I'm afraid to ask for this because I know there's something that I'm going to have to go
0: through. Yeah, he knew you were going to become an Uber driver and you were <laughs> it, going to turn it down anyway.
1: Exactly, right? Because if if he, if, if we had a conversation and he said, well, let me show you the path you're going to go through in order for you to be in this position to be this person that you want to be, I might have said no. Mm. Yes. And right? And so the Uber driver story, that's one of many that if I told you, you'd be like, oh wow, that's pretty crazy. I, I share a story with Logan of, of my, um, the beginning of my 2021.
0: Yeah, that story shocks me. Still, and it's yeah.
1: and it's 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 just, but you learn resilience and authority. You learn balance between the shepherd and the lion. You learn that when it gets difficult, that's when my chest comes out more that's when i stare it down you put more weight on i put more weight on and so you're not going to get that at a comfortable job because you didn't put what a good friend of mine says the reps in Mm. you have to put the reps in you have to practice you have to be in situations in for a believer in Christ, my faith is important to me and God stretches my faith through my challenges. I have a different faith in a relationship with him because of what I've been through and I've seen him take me through. So my faith, I put the reps in to be where I'm at today. For me to be at the beginning of the month and someone says, hey, I'm going to cancel my plan. This just isn't a good fit for me. Okay. Let's go. Instead, Logan, well, what am I gonna do, bro? Like, this, like, oh my gosh, this person. Let's keep it moving. Let's go. We've yeah, been res- here
0: resourcefulness.
1: Yeah. Let's go. Let's keep it moving. And so I just implore every listener to take responsibility and authority of your life and dive into educating yourself in what you want to be and where you want to be. Yes, you can pay for a mentor, but like I always remember in college, this teacher told me, listen, you can come to class every single day and listen to what I tell you, but you're still not going to pass the tests. You need to go home and study. You need to do more than just coming to class. When you purchase a mentor, or a coach, it is more than what that coach or that mentor is telling you or teaching you. still have to th- take responsibility and further that education to get to where you wanna be. Because that person, that, that mentor, that coach, it's just guidance. It's, it, it's telling you, hey, listen, that's not the route you wanna go. Do this here, it'll save you time and money. Oh, okay, well. Okay, yeah, let me try that out. But you still, you have to go through that path. And I'm moving my hands for you, Listen, You guys aren't even gonna, aren't even gonna see it. But <laughs> I'm sure they get the picture, right? But um, but yeah, man. Um, it's it's been a um, it's been a wild journey. It's been an exciting journey, and it makes me super geeked to talk to people when I see them in the beginning, cause it's like. It's so fun, because you're (laughs) like, I'm way better than you, (laughs) and I'm not going through it anymore. It's like, like, bro, buckle up. (laughs) It's okay. And you know what? You're going to have to cut off a lot of people, because you need to be around the right people that's going to support your growth. And I'm sure you can talk about that.
0: Oh, huge. Yeah, I mean, if you go from... If we, I, I don't have any any issue with people working a nine-to-five mm-hmm. as long as that's their purpose if, exactly. it's, if it's your purpose if it's not your purpose then, then let's find a way to, to make that happen, but um, Yeah, just being in an environment like nursing mm-hmm. you have so many people who are identified as nurses I didn't ever wrap my identity into my degree. Mm-hmm. I said I am a nurse, but I'm not a nurse mm-hmm. many people said I am a nurse I'm only going to hang out with nurses. I'm only going to drink with them after work. I'm only going to talk about Foley catheters on my day off. And although I did do some of those things, I tried to still keep my life separate because I knew that this was not um, the end-all, be-all. It's it's just a means to an end.
1: So that's interesting. You know, um, uh, uh, that almost makes me think, um, and you spoke with Draco, Yeah. you know, and he's, he always asks, is there something special about entrepreneurs? Because that same mindset is the same mindset I had in a car business.
0: There is absolutely something special about entrepreneurs, but I think there, you, anyone can learn the concepts okay. that entrepreneurs have. Mm-hmm. I do think someone like Draco, who started seven businesses, he may have certain skill sets. He's found his passion, mm-hmm. and he's been able to cultivate that. Not everyone's going to be able to to make that many businesses mm-hmm. because they may just not be that interested in it. Okay. But anyone can learn the the resourcefulness and um, the discipline that it takes to be an entrepreneur. I think. Do you think it's something internal? I do think it's internal in the aspect that you you ju- it, it's literally grit. Angela okay. Duckworth, that book, mm-hmm. like it it's. I think everyone will have a different way in which they see entrepreneurship. But for me, it's the quickest ticket to self growth. Mm -hmm. I keep, I keep coming back. Obviously I want to make money. Obviously I want to make a massive impact on the world. The second, the second part matters more to me than the money. Um, but at the end of the day, I just keep getting better. Mm -hmm. And if you're not growing, you're dying in my opinion. And entrepreneurship is the quickest ticket to that. Mm -hmm. I used to think travel was, until I started this <laughs> so right yeah. traveling helps traveling you know? definitely helps it, yeah. it,
1: it, 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 it creates something different uh, I was talking with um, a buddy the other day and it was like you know when you're in another I don't speak Spanish by the way I book right like I don't speak Spanish try going on a date with the girl that does not speak English <laughs> There's something that's going to be created in you in that process that, one, everyone back home is not going to understand. Two, you just develop. You ante up. You find things in your head. You have conversations in your head that you would never have in any other scenario that's going to transfer over to business. There's a certain sense of authority because I'm sure you guys have all have all heard as you do one thing is how you do all things. And so how you engage and interact in this situation will transfer over to how you engage and interact in business. And 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 so absolutely entrepreneurship entrepreneurship is definitely the quickest route to self-growth but men Traveling will <laughs> it will it will pull something out of you.
0: But but that's that's exactly what we're talking about here, and we talked about this. Uh, Draco and I just had a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. Is um, stepping into experiences that are uncomfortable for mm-hmm. you are what bring you ultimately success. Absolutely, because the the Dos Equis guy on TV, although he's a fictional character. Mm-hmm. He's a symbol for somebody who does all the things. Mm -hmm. Who is someone that does all the things? The only person that will do all the things is somebody who's not afraid to do all Mm -hmm. the things. And so you don't necessarily have to jump out of a helicopter or anything like that. But um, going up and talking to that person that you've always been afraid to, Mm -hmm. having that feeling in your stomach of fear or anxiety and stepping into it anyway, that is where... Uh, you transmute and alchemize things into becoming a better, stronger person. And when you do that, you heal yourself in the process, which allows you to then help
1: others, which then you get paid to do that. Absolutely. My, um, good buddy, Gary always tells me that roaches scatter when the lights are turned (laughs) on, right? And so, you know, there's just, um. I had the opportunity of spending some time with um, Gary here in Mexico City not too long ago, and it was a learning experience for me. Um, i had, you know, we he challenged me in, in ways that you know that I haven't been challenged in a very long time, and so it's 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 cool because um, as you're in this entrepreneurial journey, it actually that that's actually. The side thing when the self growth is actually what the main thing is that's taking place yeah and you get your
0: results based off of who you become because of it, what is forcing you yeah it's, right? it's like putting you into you don't know what the form is going to be but you're almost like the uh, this is why this is called forging freedom mm-hmm. because in order to forge metal it, it has to get cast mm-hmm. I don't know the exact process but and then it once you, you have the, the metal, then it has to be forged by a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. It has to be moved into the, the correct form, mm-hmm. the correct path, in order to make it a weapon or, exactly.
1: or something useful. Mm-hmm. And whew, that forging uh, that takes place is vital. Uh, it's vital. It's inevitable. Um, I want to give you guys, gals, um, some actual, actionable things that you can take away today. And it doesn't matter if you work a nine-to-five. It doesn't matter if you drive Uber. It doesn't matter if you're a taxi driver. It doesn't matter if you're a car salesman or a nurse. Challenge yourself. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations. I remember Gary and I would be walking in Mexico City. An attractive girl walks past. He sees me look at her. He'll look at me and say, you gotta go talk to her. (laughs) And so, what happens is, is in that place, I create so many lies. (laughs) Nice. Draco and I were just talking about this. And illusions that are
0: not real. They're based on previous reference experiences that you've also created as life. That you created
1: or that someone told you that never even experienced it. Whether it was your parents that said don't go to Mexico City or Colombia because you might die. Whereas I can be in D.C. and cross the street and get shot. Yep. And so, when we were in Mexico City and he put me in those situations, it made me realize something about myself that I needed to work on. And so it was like, wow, Lamar, okay, you still got some work to do in some areas. Because all of these self-reflections started just coming up. Oh, what about this, what about this, oh, she's not gonna do this, she's not gonna do this. I go over there, talk to her, sit down and have a conversation. One, she does speak English
0: that's the first thing you
1: told yourself I can't talk to her because she doesn't speak English and so it was like wow Lamar how many other areas in your life have you created false realities and illusions that are not real so as you're sitting there at your nine to five driving Uber helping patients as a nurse selling cars if you're sitting there and telling yourself that you can't Be this, or be here, for whatever those reasons are, they are nothing but false realities and illusions. And you are are preventing yourself from potentially experiencing and stepping into who you were really made to be. And I challenge, I implore every listener to create a list of things that makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't have to be anything financial. You don't have to spend a dime. So don't make finances an issue.
0: Unless the money is holding you back from...
1: Unless <laughs> the money... Right? To, to put that on the list,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, because we, we deal with this all the time as coaches. I, I had someone Absolutely. on the phone last night that, that could... Almost anyone can find a way, if they're resourceful enough, To make $500, $1,000, anything like that. If you have an iPhone and you tell somebody that uh, you can't afford their mentorship, then you're either just being nice or you're lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because resourcefulness is is the key to being able to unlock freedom. So, I mean, I saw this with so many of my coworkers. They were just locked in. I never have enough money. Mm -hmm. I will never have enough money. Uh, One guy, he called me while... Uh, I moved here and he was a friend of of uh, my coworker who committed suicide mm-hmm. and he was telling me that he also had suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. and it was related to he never really went and did the thing that he wanted to do and I said what's stopping you now oh I'm too old. I'm like okay well let's get rid of that belief no I have a mortgage people will make fun of me. He just told himself. A, he had a book worth of excuses and that becomes a visual oh, it, 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 it becomes a tattoo that yeah. you can't get off unless unless you, you go through massive mm-hmm. whatever that is but the older you get if you don't get into that mode of just constantly challenging yourself and breaking those lies um, it can become completely etched I don't want to say that people who are older can never make a huge transformation because I've seen it oh, happen they can make
1: huge transformations but it can be a lot harder yes there are there there they in that's factual you know there are more challenges um you know it's just it's hard for everyone pause <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> i love it it's hard it, it, it it's hard for everyone but everyone's hard is their personal hard one heart isn't more heart than the <laughs> <person's pause>. heart. <laughs> <Pause>. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. I love it. But um, man, you know, I, I just can't stress enough. Uh, whoever you want to be, whatever it is that you want to do, every tool that you need, You possess and you have access to it. The moment you make that shift in your mind versus thinking of what you don't have to what you do have to I have to to I can so many things change and it's just um, it's very unfortunate when you hear um, people make these Excuses. Let me not say excuses. Live in these false realities and illusions, because it's like, man, you're stopping yourself. There's nothing I can do about
0: that. The the saddest thing is, it's it's a real reality. Yes, it's it's not an illusion. It's it's a real reality. But until you can admit to yourself that it's not something you actually want, that that is where I think the issue lies with anything. Mm -hmm. If you're an alcoholic if you're somebody who wants to start a business but never has, it's just acceptance. Mm -hmm. When I finally uh, made the leap and started to do all this self growth and, um, just putting myself into the fire. I realized the question to ask yourself is just,
1: um, I completely lost it, but it was, but what I do, I don't, I don't, I, I, I want to, um, Put into perspective <laughs> your journey.
0: Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
1: like, and 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 I hope that um, for all the viewers, I'm going to ask you to show pictures and clips of, and this is why at the beginning I, I wasn't bragging or sh- again I wasn't bragging or sharing kudos on Logan because of the introduction he gave me. No. I meant every word that I said because I saw Logan when he first got here. And it blew my mind the attitude he had despite his skin conditions. I never saw Logan down. Now, of course, I know that he had his own time, his personal situations, but I never saw that. And to see him go from the 154 to the over 170 and his skin completely clears, it blew my mind. And I want you to share with everyone what that process and journey looked like.
0: Uh, well, it, it's, it started, I think, I think right before uh, we jumped into this topic, uh, this, this goes hand in hand. What I was going to say is, is taking full responsibility that the reality that I'm living, I also created. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know until I started healing my skin condition. I went to everyone. I was giving my power away in that sense. Everyone uh, is going to have the pill or this or that. And I was a victim. To my own skin condition mm-hmm. instead of trying to say hey I'm gonna take the power back yes I'm gonna to go to these people and try and get help but I'm not gonna rely on them for the solution the healing is in my hands mm-hmm. in my journey that's what I eventually realized uh, I went to so many different places had so many different experiences and the healing journey just like the entrepreneurial journey it does not end overnight mm-hmm. you, you 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 did everything uh, Everything I did led up to me developing that skin condition. I have to take full responsibility for it. It's not the food from the government. It's not what my doctor prescribed to me. I did something to my body. There was something out of alignment. And once I take full responsibility out of that and say, okay, what are the next steps I'm gonna take to just keep going? Mm -hmm. That big shift was just what led to my healing in Mm -hmm. in less than eight months. Uh, But when I continued to stay in the environment and Try that process before when I didn't have people around me that inspired me when I wasn't doing the things that I actually Wanted to with my life that made the skin worse mm-hmm. So it was one getting out of the environment Finding the people I needed to help me Taking back my power and taking full responsibility And
1: That <laughs> and I don't know if you realize it or not That's a step-by-step for everyone get out of the environment, remove the people, take responsibility. And, and, and that goes, everybody can take that. Yes, it might mean you need to move. <laughs> you might just need a fresh start. You know, and you are going to have to let a number of people go in the process. Because they just, might not be where you're at right now where you want to be and, and there's nothing wrong with that There's nothing wrong with that Your best friend today Might not be your best friend tomorrow Still your friend, but not the person you're speaking to every day
0: a best friend is somebody who grows with you And, and it doesn't have to be the same thing, but you guys are on same energetic levels. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely
1: and so I just that's a I mean What he did for his skin condition is a step-by-step map. Change your environment, remove the people, take responsibility.
0: And and changing the environment can literally also mean, um, so like let's say you you just started your business and you're doing YouTube. Changing your environment can be hiring a mentor for Mm -hmm. YouTube because you just allowed somebody to enter your space who has the results you desire. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a new environment. Absolutely. Absolutely, new space, new experiences, and the right mentor can can change what you're doing exponentially. And what I like to think mentors are, are people who just help you shorten that journey of trial and error. You know, they're not gonna force the food down your mouth, but They've been through it, and they can say, "Oof, watch that turn right there," because that can be that can set you back two years. Um, and so, a mentor can help guide you in that way. So, but yeah, man, absolutely, bro. Man, I'm 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 stoked on you. I'm excited to see what's next. No,
0: I, I appreciate it, and <laughs> yeah, I re- appreciate the reflection of the story because because I tell it, but I don't see it from your perspective. Uh, yeah, it's cool, bro. Yeah, because because for me, I, I told you this before. I believe you, um, we've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. But I, I was I had no other choice. Mm-hmm. I either I either sit in my own self pity and allow my skin to feel like shit for the rest of my life and go downhill or I figure it out that's it. So for me showing up with my skin looking like crap and uh, I had this rash, it was it was horrendous, um, very emotional for me, but I'm not going to not go out of my house. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna meet Lamar, I'm still gonna train, I'm still gonna sweat, my skin's gonna feel crappy, I'll take a cold shower, I'll try and mitigate it, and uh, tomorrow's another day, mm-hmm. that's it. And that process is repeatable for everyone. It, it's the hero's journey. I went through pain, now I have a story, and now I can help people with that story, and now it's on to the next thing.
1: And I'm gonna tell you, my my coaching is not easy. No, <laughs> like we train, you know, we work out, we get after it, um, and you have to track your macros. And I'm I'm straight up. At not one point did Logan complain. He never even vented. Like seriously. My renting was in the workout. <laughs> <laughs> he never invented. It. Now he might have been like, yo, bro, those hundred lunges were no joke. But take responsibility and get after it. Any yeah, up. It's gonna be tough. You're gonna be you're you're gonna develop into someone new. Um, I just had this conversation with someone that I was mentoring. Um, they were torn between whether or not they should let go an employee and they didn't want to let the employee go. Um, Because that was going to make major effects on their business Um, that was going to take a lot of They they were gonna have to put in a lot of extra hours to make up for that person And so that person created a lot of um, false realities a lot of illusions And Come to find out the person actually went forward and let the person go and He came back to me. He said it was one of the hardest things I've had to do in a very long time But he said, you know This week I've seen myself do things that I did not think I was capable of doing. And I was very proud of the person in doing that because I didn't tell them, you have to do this. Mm -hmm. I said, listen, you have two decisions. I'm gonna tell you which route either of those are gonna go, whether you wanna believe me or not, it's up to you. But you have to make this decision. And I was I was anxious and waiting to see which decision the person made, and they made, um, in my opinion, the right decision, and and it reflected on their growth and the new trajectory for that person's business. Um, so, so yeah, man, taking responsibility is a is a, is a huge thing, and and uh, yeah, man. It. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, what's next for you? You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking for. Um, I'm looking to create more awareness. Um, I've been behind the scenes for a while now. Um, I'm, I'm looking to step more into the light uh, and to bring more awareness. Um, I'm stepping into mentoring a bit more, and I mentor on business structures. Applying the tools in your business that allows your business to be in the position to grow and scale. Um, A lot of times we have our businesses, and we ask, and we pray, and we demand all these customers, but we don't have the business infrastructure to even take in those customers. And So I help businesses create the automated infrastructures while still serving their customers with a personal experience. So um, that's something I'm stepping into a bit more. Uh, Precision Life is still there. Um, I'm excited for what's coming down the shoe for Precision Life. I just, um, uh, earlier this year, launched um, my, my latest nutrition book, Counting Macros with Chef P. And um, within the next two months, I'll be launching a 28-day training program that's going to uh, it's gonna make a lot of people. <laughs> And so I'm excited for that project because I'm really going to dive into teaching people how to really train, Um, not just providing them some workouts on Instagram, but really educating them on the muscle growth process. And so that's a project I'm looking to launch here in the next um, two months or so. Uh, Outside of that, just continuing to grow the brand, the business, and um, stepping into the light. And where can the listeners follow you? So you can follow me personally, uh, my personal Instagram at Lamar ensign that's l-a-m-a-r p is a paul i-n-s-o-n you can follow precision life at precision Um, life is spelled with a y -Y l-y-f-e and you can gain access to my latest nutrition book uh, counting macros with chef p Um, that's also the instagram handle counting macros with chef p Um, i'd love to have you guys uh, Easy person to approach, so I never hesitate to reach out with any questions or anything. I'd love to learn more about you. But soon you're going to have
0: to talk to his secretary because he's skilling it. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, bro. Appreciate love it. You. Thank you, bro. Love you, bro. Love you. If you enjoyed this episode of the Forging Freedom podcast, I invite you to go over to iTunes and leave a review. It would be so appreciated. And if you know of anyone who could benefit from this podcast, send it their way. And I'll see you in the next episode.